0: NewsTalk ZB Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald. It's time now for our regular catch-up with the National Party, and today leader Christopher Luxon is with us. Morning, Christopher.
1: Morning, John. How are you today?
0: Yeah, I'm great. Tell me, have you sent the Labor Party some bubbly yet to thank them for taking the spotlight off National?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. Look, I mean, um, I've actually stayed well away because uh, I'm not going to pass any judgment on that situation. That is entirely for Labor and, and Jacinda Ardern to manage. And. Um, I think that's the way it should be.
0: Well, if Gaurav Sharma had been one of your MPs, would you have suspended him like Labour has?
1: Uh, again, I'm not really going to get into
0: it. I'm going to disappoint you with my answer, but
1: um, I just generally feel it's an issue for the Labour Party and just our to deal with. And so, um, you know, I'm not party to the inner workings of the Labour Party. That's up for them to deal with. And, um, you know, I focus on the National Party.
0: So we joked about last week. Just um, I do you have a question. I gather on TV this morning, you said that the details of the Sam Affeld inquiry aren't going to be made public or are going to remain private. Can you explain why that is? Yeah, I mean, I think
1: in fairness to the people who involved on both sides of those allegations, uh, I really want it to be a high quality you know, investigation by Maria Jew, who's QC is doing that that work for us. And for those people to um, feel that they can get involved and present their side of those allegations, uh, I think it is important it does remain confidential to protect them. Uh, but having said that, um, what you'll be, you know, I'll be very clear with the public about the outcome and and the rationale for how we got to whatever outcome uh, it is. But I'm not sort of predetermining where that's all going. Obviously, letting Maria uh, do her work over the next two weeks, and then we'll, we'll take it from there.
0: So is it the detail that isn't going to be? Made public or the the final findings and recommendations that aren't going to be made public
1: well, I think what will happen is um, you know as I said you know last week was the terms of reference you know we um, are very focused around the this, this new allegation that we were unaware of um, that's what her primary focus is, having said that, if people have any other allegations, they should be free to be able to input into that. Um, I imagine Maria will come forward with a set of findings uh, and then I will digest that with the President and then articulate sort of uh, the rationale for why we've got to the decision that we've got to.
0: A survey this week by One News has found that most people don't think those on higher incomes should be getting a tax cut. 65% of those surveyed were against it. What's your reaction to that, given that tax cuts so far have been a major part of your policy for next election?
1: Well, look, I mean, we make no apologies for being the party of low taxes. I mean, Labour is the party of high taxes, and we just have a fundamental belief in the National Party that people should keep more of their own money and save it, and spend it as they see fit. And that's why we've made a commitment to say, look, we're going to unwind the seven new taxes that the Labour government's introduced over this parliament. I think in doing so, that ends up benefiting all New Zealanders, as well as our commitment to indexing tax thresholds so to inflation. So, you know, that's just how we feel about it, that we fundamentally believe that, you know, that we, should, we should get people keeping more of their own money.
0: Unwind is quite an anodyne term, isn't it? I mean, well, what do you mean? Well,
1: I just mean it's it's things, to be honest, John, like, you know, up here in Auckland, there's the Auckland Regional Fuel Tax, there's the Ute Tax that's been passed through, you've got a mortgage interest um, tax, you know, tax deductibility for tenants and landlords. We'd unwind that, uh, we'd unwind the white line extension that happened. Um, we've obviously got 39% top tax rate. Uh, the other one that really worries me that they're bringing in is actually a jobs tax in the sense of they're putting this national insurance scheme together. But that means that employers and employees are going to have to pay about 1.5%, I think, from memory. Um, and we've also got what we call a value uplift tax up here around light rail as well, where people living in that area are being charged extra. So those are the sorts of things where they – you know, if you, frankly, if we unwind the Brightline test and, and restore interest deductibility – we think those two actions have actually added to fifty dollars a week extra in rents um, across the country. So, you know that's where it benefits people, and they can actually get their own money and, and work out what they want to do with it. But if you've got and sixty-five, they will do more with it than
0: what Grant Robertson can do with it. But you if you've got if you've got sixty-five percent of people saying they don't think people who earn over one hundred eighty thousand dollars should be paying less tax, how how was that a vote winner for you?
1: Well, it's just coming from a point of view that we think it's important to be able to attract um, a lot of people that we need in this country. And so if you're a doctor or a surgeon or an engineer, um, we just want to make sure that we are competitive and attractive um, in a tax sense. It's a piece of it. I know it's not all of it, but it's a piece of the consideration for those people wanting to come here. But um, we just come back to the fundamental principle, which is that we're, you know, we opposed this at the time um, and we think, and um, we want to unwind all those
0: taxes i have introduced. How concerned are you about the prospect of people with extremist views getting into local body politics and into Parliament? It's, it's, it's come into view in the last 24 hours with uh, the issue here in Christchurch of a white supremacist trying to get onto the board of a local uh, high school. Uh, also issues with the Voices for Freedom aligned people standing in local councils and then the likes of Brian Tamaki, you know, with aspirations for Parliament. How concerned are you about that?
1: Well, I think what's really important is that all of that is in the public domain, right? And I think, you know, if there's been previous convictions and all of that sort of thing, that should be really transparent and available for all the voters to see uh, in, those, in those elections, whether they be school boards or whether they be local government or central government for that matter. So, um, you know, um, I think that's the most important thing, that the voters can make the most informed decision clearly I wouldn't be supporting. Uh, the white supremacist individual that's running, uh, I think, for a school board down there. But, um, you know, that's, that's I think, important that all of that information is just available so people can make their own assessment about that.
0: Is there a place in Parliament for the voices for freedom?
1: Look, I just can't see them getting in, to be honest with you. And I know, um, you, know be, you know, I just can't see them making it, to be honest. Um, and for us, at our point of view, we're just sort of looking at, you know, we're not sort of getting into coalition arrangements. We're just really focusing on trying to make sure every quarter we're doing our job as a national party and, and bringing the party back and making it competitive and, and, and get people to see that we can be an alternative government and we're that we are one.
0: Just on that subject to the topic of, of coalitions, it's been suggested in the past 24 hours that perhaps National and Labour could form a grand coalition to try and squeeze <laughs> these extremists out. What do you make of that?
1: We just fundamentally disagree with the direction that Labor's taking in New Zealand. I just think it's going in the wrong direction, and we've got a government that just cannot get things done. So I'd really struggle to see that happening, to be honest with you. I think that's a a long shot.
0: Not a grand idea, Christopher.
1: No, I don't think so, John.